0: Here! are Listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl Janan right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, what is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? I hope you guys are having a great day day so far and uh, happy new year once again Uh, and also welcome back to all University of Guelph students out there I know it's the first week of school and uh, I know for a lot of us out here it is pretty hard to get back on that grind you know if you have had a full three weeks off and you've been sleeping in resting up uh, it is a bit different I should say especially for those people who do have early morning classes I know Those are the hardest, but listen to me. You guys all got this and just keep up the hard work. All right. So that is that. Um, With regards to our show, um, this is actually unbelievable, but uh, this marks our 150, uh, our episode number 153. And this is, like I said, pretty phenomenal. And uh, here we are in the year 2020 Having done about 150 episodes so far of TKO, and like I said uh, on our previous episodes, this is just unbelievable with about... Uh, how like if you do the math it's about 70 to 75 hours of us just talking to you about you know purely talking to you about mixed martial arts boxing and combat sports overall and it's just unbelievable and honestly personally I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't go back and listen to all of those hours of just uh, your girl right here talking about uh, MMA and all that good stuff but uh, you're more than welcome to do so if you are interested make sure that you check out our um, episodes archives at CFRU.ca. Just a self plug right there, but um, you know, you got to do what you got to do as a podcaster. So that is that. But uh, like we said on our episode last week, so this year um, is going to be filled up with so many great uh, Combat Sports events in terms of boxing, in terms of mixed martial arts. And unfortunately, as of now, so this will be what, our second week of January? kind of like a week and a half uh, ever since New Year's. And so far, unfortunately, we haven't had a lot of, uh, you know, big fight cards to break down and talk about here on our show But do not despair because next week we are going to be exclusively breaking down the first uh, pay-per-view card of the year that belongs to the UFC, of course, UFC 246, that is going to be headlined by a great, great bout, a great welterweight bout, actually, between Conor McGregor, the notorious Conor McGregor, and Donald Cowboy Cerrone. So I'm personally really excited about this fight, especially because Conor McGregor has had such a long Layoff ever since his uh, previous fights, you know the uh, the fight that he had in boxing against Floyd Money Mayweather, and the most recent MMA fight that he had against uh, the current lightweight champion at the UFC, the one and only Khabib Nurmagomedov. But ever since those fights, he hasn't really had a chance to come back into the ring or into the octagon to make a comeback fight and make another statement as to why he deserves to be um, a legend in our sport and. And all combat sports actually show. So this is a pretty important uh, high profile fight, I should say, for Conor McGregor specifically. And also, if Donald Cowboy Cerrone is able to come into this fight fully prepared and isn't actually intimidated at all by the name of Conor McGregor and uh, some of the big profile fights that he has had in the past, then he can easily uh, gain another W and win for himself or in his uh, professional career. I believe he has had over... 30 professional fights only in the UFC. So that just shows how great of a veteran Donald Cowboy Cerrone is in the sport of mixed martial arts. So I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not going to spoil too much of this about for you guys today because like I said, next week is going to be the episode that we're going to thoroughly and fully break down this whole UFC 246 fight card. But I also kind of want to briefly touch on the co-main event of this uh, whole main card. That is another bout that I'm super excited about once again because this is... uh, I I have to give a big shout out to the ladies because this one is going to be uh, for a uh, women's bantamweight bout. And it's going to be between the former bantamweight champion Holly Holm, the first ever woman to beat uh, the legendary former champion Ronda Rousey. So Holly Holm home is going to be fighting off against again one of my all-time favorites in the women's bantamweight division Raquel Pennington so this is going to be our co-main event for the evening of UFC 246 and all of these fights are happening in Las Vegas and T-Mobile Arena starting with the uh, main card starting at 10 p.m. so make sure you mark that down in your calendars it is going to be on saturday january 18th and yeah like i said make sure you do not miss it and next week because it is going to be officially it's going to be fight week we're going to be thoroughly getting into the breakdown of this whole fight card so that is all i have to say with regards to that and unfortunately again for this episode we do not have any major fights to break down because just gonna concentrate everything for next week so that we can talk about UFC 246 next week but this week we have a lot to talk about when it comes to um, you know f- potential fight announcements some of the rumors that have been spread around some of the juicy drama that has been happening in the world of combat sports and specifically in the world of mixed martial arts what the fighters have been saying about themselves about other people all that good stuff um, we're gonna give you a lot of update uh uh give you a lot that you need to know about uh what fighters are saying about the game specifically and about some of their potential upcoming fights so we haven't done that in a while and i'm so excited to get into a few of those today on our show and uh yeah like i said a lot of them are going to be really really hot and um uh, juicy to talk about So without further ado Let's get started, okay So the first one that I want to talk about You know like I said, it's the first week of school and uh, I know a lot of people don't really have time to necessarily scroll through their social media uh, platforms and just um, see updates with regards to MMA news. So what I did was, uh, you know, anytime that I'm not studying or taking a break from studying or like eating or something and I just need something fun to do, I just go on some of my favorite um, news outlets, uh, media outlets for MMA and combat sports. Shout out A big shout out to to MMA Fighting and uh, MMA Junkie. Those are my two uh, favorite uh, media outlets for the sport of mixed martial arts. And they're really, really informative. I feel like they're not really biased when it comes to giving the news to all of us fans out here. So shout out to them. So as I was um, uh, having a lunch break uh, a few days ago, and also today, I was just scrolling through some of the headlines that are currently out there on uh, these uh, media outlets that I just mentioned, and a few really caught my attention specifically because they were talking about some of the fighters that are not only, you know, not have not have these fighters become super big as of recently because of some of the high profile fights that they have had but also because of some of the claims that they are actually making nowadays about who they want to fight next what sort of things they can actually do to their future opponents and all that good stuff and I'm going to be, uh, trust me, I'm going to talk about that in more detail right now so the first uh, should I say headline that I want to get started with is something that recently came out regarding Jorge hospital uh talking about or um should i say one of the biggest figures in canadian sports especially when it comes to canadian combat sports the one and only george st pierre our very own GSV. so what could jorge masvidal possibly say about GSV? now i try so hard not to get biased with regards to GSV because who doesn't love GSV in canada we are we all love george st pierre and we all respect him and support him and um, he's just one of those figures who's always going to be uh, regarded regarded as one of the greatest uh, of all time, not just in Canadian um, combat sports, but also in, should I say, world combat sports. Anyways, so I, I saw this headline about Jorge Masvidal saying that he is really, really interested to have a fight against George St. Pierre in the near future, and he, uh, what What he said that was really striking was that he said that he wants to resurrect fighters and then he wants to make them retire again. And this is really interesting because if you guys remember, George St. Pierre, well, currently he's 38 years old. And as you can imagine, he doesn't have a lot of fights left in him anymore because as you age, especially in the game of MMA, it can get a little bit harder to... Do, do a few things that are essential and critical in your career. For example, making weight and having, you know, delivering the same performance that you would deliver when you are at your prime. But obviously, as you age, you slow down, your body isn't the same anymore, all that stuff. So now that George St. Pierre is 38, and I know I say this and a lot of casual fans are like, But that's still pretty young, but listen, in the game of MMA, you can get started as early as in your teenage years, but it it would be recommended that you, you know, hang up your gloves um, when you're in your early 30s, so for George St. Pierre to be even thinking of a fight... Um, at the age of 38. It is it is a very bold um, statement, but um, listen, it's George St. Pierre, so I'm sure he can do whatever he wants. Anyway, so what? like I was saying, uh, Jorge Masvidal has been saying that he's really interested to have a um, a, a comeback fight for George St. Pierre, and he would be interested to face him. Uh, if, if, we we will, Okay, so he will be interested to face him and that he would like to beat him up so that George St. Pierre, you know, he loses everything that he has so far in his legacy and he decides to retire um, uh, again and uh, just uh, step away from the world of mixed martial arts forever. So that's what I what he's been saying, but also he's been saying that with a lot of respect. I know with the way I said it was really harsh and just brutal, but trust me, this is not the tone that um, uh, Jorge Masvidal used when he was talking about George St. Pierre and um, he kept emphasizing in this interview that he had on a podcast, he kept emphasizing that um, he has a lot of respect for George St. Pierre because like I said, who doesn't? GSB is a legend of our sport. And so uh, Jorge Masvidal, he's definitely been emphasizing that, but also he's been saying that, not only uh, would he consider GSB as uh, one of the biggest names that has ever stepped into the octagon when it came to the welterweight division but also he would regard other names you know names like uh, former champions like Tyron Woodley and Robbie Lawler right after he would think of the name of George St. Pierre so those are his top three welterweights in his mind and uh, those are the names that he has a lot of respect for and that he wouldn't really mind if he uh, does get a chance to to fight him uh, once more in his professional career. However, what he has been saying that is actually pretty interesting, and I feel like a lot of people don't really pay attention to this fact, is that while he was mentioning his respect for Robbie Lawler, Tyron Woodley, and George St. Pierre, he said that he does not believe that the current welterweight champion, who is Kamaru Usman, deserves to be included in this list. And to me, I don't know if you guys actually picked this up or not, but this is a very big hint, a very big cue that Jorge Masvidal potentially wants to get a title shot against Kamaru Usman. And he's starting to give us, the fans, at least a little bit of hint as to that, okay, hey, you know, I have a lot of respect for all these people, blah, 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 but here's this other guy, Kamaru Usman, and um, he's not necessarily you know, being super nice about him, and um, he's hinting at a little bit of beef, which it is, uh, you know, it's super typical to see a little bit of beef and um, trash-talking prior to fights, so, you know, taking all those factors in mind, then it could potentially tell you that Jorge Masvidal will be interested in getting a title shot against Kamaru Usman, or the fact that an actual fight is actually in works between these two guys. And so he's trying to give us the hint that way. And like I said, I feel like a lot of people are missing this point. But uh, I can tell you for sure as a, um, should I say, amateur analyst, I can tell you that we will have this fight coming up between Jorge Masvidal and Kamaru Usman because of the way... Jorge Masvidal was talking about Kamaru Usman. And when it comes to the fight that he actually wants to have against George St. Pierre, I can tell you that it is not going to happen anytime soon unless things are right when it comes to um, uh, you know signing up a contract and an agreement for George St. Pierre because George St. Pierre he has achieved everything that he wants and he has ever wanted in a professional MMA career. He has had um, I believe 13 consecutive wins and nine consecutive, you know, successful title defenses in the UFC. He has been successful in different weight divisions while he was fighting at his prime in the UFC and the way that he won back the title if you guys remember a few years back when he fought michael bisping for the middleweight championship belts once again he beat bisping and he got the championship belt for himself once again but the thing is when he did retire he retired at the top it wasn't like he lost the fight and he decided to retire all over again no he picked the exact you know he picked the perfect timing for retirement or should I say quote-unquote retirement because we've seen uh what actually happens with retire when George St. Pierre says that he wants to retire and then the next thing you know two years later he wants to come back once again into the octagon you know whatever it is I just uh wish that George St. Pierre would stay uh retired and uh I I just love everything that he has um achieved so far in his professional career and I just want all of us fans out here to remember him as the great fighter that he has always been and I don't want him to make a decision out of haste you know so that he comes back and something bad goes down and it's just gonna be this uh, you know dark spot should I say in his professional um, legacy I don't really want that to happen especially to George St. Pierre because like I said he is indeed a legend if I were George St. Pierre I would you know, pick and choose very, very carefully and be cautious about my decisions when it comes to coming, potentially coming out of retirement. So that is all I wanted to say with regards to that. But also you guys already know, I've said this multiple times on our previous episodes about how, how much I love Jorge hospital even prior to Him, um, you know, gaining the BMF belt for himself. I've always admired Jorge Masvidal, not because of, not only because of his um, great fighting abilities, but also because of the fact that he's a very, very small, uh, excuse me, smart individual. And he's really wise when it comes to picking and choosing who he wants to fight and what sort of things he wants to do outside the octagon. So, yes, shout out to Jorge Masvidal and also George St. Pierre. So, the next thing I want to talk about is something that recently came out regarding uh, the current middleweight champion at the UFC, Israel Adesanya. You guys already know, um, there's been this beef that has been going on between Israel Adesanya and John Jones, uh, the current light heavyweight champion at the UFC. The guy who is regarded as uh, one of the greatest mixed martial artists of all time by many people out there. So uh, Izzy, should I say, uh, has been calling out John Jones a lot on social media, saying that he'll be really interested in having a fight with him sometime in the future. And you guys already know if you are a superstar at the UFC, it's not not just because of your great fighting abilities, but also because of your, um, should I say, great communication skills when it comes to trash talking. Of course, we already know that. So uh, both of these guys, John Jones and Israel Adesanya Izzy. They're both phenomenal when it comes to this trash-talking skill that I just talked about, and uh, talking talking trash to each other on Twitter is no exception. So the beef uh, has been going on for uh, for quite a few months now, and. What really struck me when I was reading this article about Israel Adesanya and, what, and one of the recent things that he said about John Jones is that, you know, he of course he wants to get that um, shot against John Jones if he potentially decides to move up a weight division to light heavyweight. But what he said uh, was that, OK, people are going to remember him being Israel Adesanya as a fighter who was really, really potent and whatnot. He was super skilled and uh, all that um, stuff that you would remember a fighter as. Course, and he was saying that with John Jones, though, he, they would always re- people and the fans would always remember him, uh, always remember John Jones as someone who cheated, someone who cheated with um, banned substances, with drugs, and someone who won all of his fights or at least most of his fights through cheating with banned substances, with steroids, and all that stuff. And what he said. And I had not known about this prior to this, although we did talk about um, John Jones and him taking um, banned substances and um, uh, performance enhancing drugs uh, prior to some of his fights, some of his recent fights in the recent years. We, we have talked about this ad nauseum uh, and I don't want to talk about it in too much detail right now. But what I did not know is that around 2016, when all this stuff started to, started to go down with John Jones and him being banned because of his usage of substances, is that John Jones's brother, also, who is a professional football player, Chandler Jones, he also popped for banned substances around the time that his brother John Jones popped for the same substances in the UFC by the United States Anti-Doping Agency. And I, for whatever reason, I personally did not know that and I just figured out about this. So, like I said, I don't want to talk about this in too much detail because we've talked about it enough on the show and I just don't want to keep stirring the pot regarding this issue. But uh, I just feel like it it gives you a new perspective uh, onto the issue. The fact that both brothers had tested positive for a substance a banned substance in in professional sports can give you a little bit of insight as to what actually went down you know we're not really making any allegations or anything we're not in any position whatsoever to make such allegations about these people these professional fighters but uh, fighters and athletes but um, it is definitely something that you need to keep in mind and just have in the back of your mind when you're trying to make uh critical uh critical um, judgments or just analyze the situation that you have at hand as fans i feel like that's a responsibility when you do you know get get with your buddies and talk about how oh john jones cheated whatever you know you want to talk about all those stuff well i feel like it's important to have every single evidence that we have at hand everything that has been um revealed out there in the media you just need to consider all those things in mind when you're Uh, Making a judgment, not saying that you should be judgmental about other people, not that at all. But uh, when you're trying to, you know, just analyze the situation that you have at hand, it's always important to consider every single evidence that you have available out there. So, uh, yeah, like I said, Israel Adesanya, he really does want to get a shot at John Jones. But John Jones had said that Israel Adesanya needs to wait a little bit and uh, have a few more fights in his back pocket until he's fully ready to face um, John Jones. And he said that he'll wait for him until. The year uh, 2021. So that's about a year from now. And uh, a lot can go down in this one year. As we've uh, seen all as fans in the world of uh, mixed martial arts. First of all, nothing is guaranteed and anything can happen. Any potential fight, any super fight that you've dreamt of. The promoters listen to you guys and, uh, you know, they can potentially make it happen. If the requests are high enough, then the promoters will definitely, definitely make it happen. So like I said, a lot can go down in this one year. People can become champions or they can lose their championship belt. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what would actually happen in this one uh, year period. But also... um, like I said, it's uh, definitely not going to happen anytime soon because uh, as of now, we already know that John Jones is um, officially scheduled to have a fight very soon. in UFC 247 against Dominic Reyes, a very um, top ranked contender in the lightweight division and also for Israel Adesanya. It was supposed to be fighting Paulo Costa, uh, the Brazilian um, prospect, but uh, a lot of rumors have been spreading uh, around regarding how he is supposed to be fighting uh, one of the veterans of the sport, Yoel Romero. And he's consistently expressed, Israel Adesanya has consistently expressed how respectful he is of Yoel Romero. The fact that he is, I quote, a veteran athlete, a veteran wrestler blah 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 and I could not have agreed more it would be really interesting to see what would actually go down in this fight considering the like I said the great wrestling abilities that Yoel Romero possesses and the great like out of this world unorthodox striking skills that Israel Adesanya has and what would actually go down when you have Yoel Romero fighting off against Israel Adesanya so like I said that is all I have for you with regards to that topic Uh, This is probably the last one that I'm going to be talking about. So um, talking about a crossover between boxing and mixed martial arts. So we have briefly kind of touched on this topic and this person in previous episodes. But Clarissa Shields, who is one of the most notable female boxers right now in the modern era of boxing, I should say, has actually uh, been seriously considering crossing over to the world of mixed martial arts and fighting in the ufc so just to give you a brief background on clarissa shields excuse me she is um she's been able to win the olympic gold medal two times in the olympic games which is just i i think she is the first person ever both um amongst both women and men to have done so and um any olympic games i mean gaining two uh gold medals in in the professional boxing and when it came came to the olympics so that is definitely one of her big accomplishments when it comes to her amateur boxing career but also um, she's been able to be very very successful in her professional boxing career so far so she is currently the champion at the middleweight division uh, for women and uh, she is the undisputed unified middleweight champion of the world in boxing and uh, a fun fact is that clarissa shields she actually used to train with the former Uh, Former female featherweight champion at the UFC um, The one and only Chris Cyborg You guys already know her She is one of the best female fighters of all time In my opinion at least And I'm sure a lot of people out there would agree with me So she used to train with Cyborg Who actually lost her championship belt To the current champ champ Or the current bantamweight and featherweight champion um, At the UFC The one and only Amanda Nunes one of the greatest female mixed martial artists of all time I dare say and the interesting thing is that uh, Clarissa Shields has expressed a lot of interest in fighting Amanda Nunes inside the octagon for one of her belts and also she has invited Amanda Nunes over to boxing to box with her and to figure out who the best uh, woman fighter in both boxing and mixed martial arts is truly, truly is. And it's not saying that it won't happen. It oh, definitely well, especially because Clarissa Shields' uh, management has said that they've talked to the president of the UFC, Dana White, and that they're in the talks of actually ha- making something happen with regards to that. And if you guys remember, uh, Clarissa Shields was actually sitting cage-side when Amanda Nunes was just recently fighting her um, uh, challenger, Jermaine Duranamy and I don't know about you but uh, I'm super excited about this potential fight because these are like some of the top women fighters of all time and I'm just so curious to see what would actually happen if these two phenomenal ladies actually do get to have a go at it for uh, becoming the best ever uh, woman fighter of of all time and it's up for grabs and anyone can get this title so really looking forward to it and oh man I'm just looking at the clock right now I have one more um, headline to talk about today on the show but unfortunately just looking at the clock right now fortunately that is all the time we're gonna have for this week make sure you go to CFRU.CA to catch up with our previous episodes and you can also go to our SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well and until next time make sure you watch uh, actually no next time we're going to talk about UFC 246 breakdown Conor McGregor versus Donald Cowboy Cerrone and now until next time you guys already know it's your girl Jenna right here and this is TKO peace out